Hello and welcome to episode 4, season 2 of the Godolphin Flying Start Leading to Success podcast. We are your hosts, Annie O'Rourke and Jamie Smith, speaking to you today here from Newmarket. In this episode, we are fortunate enough to speak to Ollie Falston from Tassels on the recent record-breaking December sales, as well as Flying Start graduate Joe Bradley on his experience of the programme, the National Stud, and of course how the champ Stradivarius is getting on. Along with these great guests, we will also be talking to fellow first-year trainee Megan O'Leary on her experience of the course so far and what she is most looking forward to when she takes up her role as team leader alongside Alex in Kentucky. Finally, we will catch up with Irish coordinator Martina Dempsey on all things application for the 2023 intake of flying starts that are now open. Well, Jamie, as we reach the end of our stint here in Newmarket, um, let's reflect on the amazing few weeks we've had. I mean, is there anything that springs to mind as a real highlight for you? Hi, Annie. Uh, yeah, we've had a fantastic time here. Um, I've loved the sales. I think all the trainees have really enjoyed the sales. Uh, but for me, our rotations that we've done since being here at the racing school uh, and at Jamie Peel's pre-training centre have been fantastic. Uh, I've learnt a lot and topped up some existing knowledge I already had, which was which was fantastic. Was there anything for you that stood out in particular? Um, I mean, I, I think the rotations were brilliant. I was also at Jamie Peel's um, and had a really great time there, and they were so good to us, um, really generous with their knowledge, and got to see the inner workings of a pre-training yard. Um, myself personally, I really, really enjoyed the sales. Um, I uh, we were all assigned agents during the sales, and for the fall sales, I was with um, Mr. Philip Staffenberg. And for the mayor sales, I was with um, Miss Mags O'Toole, um, which was really, really super. And I think actually, before we go any further, a big thank you to all the agents that took flying starters around with them for the sales. Um, it was an invaluable experience and one that we're all very, very grateful for. Great, Annie. Well, on that note, um, let's get our first guest on, which is Ollie Falston from Tattersalls, who's going to speak to us a little bit about the sales this December and in particular the Scepter sale. Okay, so so we just we've just finished our two weeks of December sales, which the the first week comprised of our fall section, which um, started on the Wednesday through to the Saturday. It was a it was a very very strong sale. Um, it was felt. Um, it was very much um, strong on firepower. The Kingmans, the Frankels, the Lope de Vegas. We had the last the last ever fall to come up for sale by Galileo. Um, who's been kind of the king of the sales ring for, for the last 15 years or so. Um, for the first time in a very long time, we had a foal of make a million guineas, which was bought by Judmont. Um, she was assistant to Chaldine, who won who won the Dewhurst this year, and a very good mare called Sulita, who's had a record of six from six and uh, plenty of black type horses. We, we, we definitely found that a lot of the higher priced foals were, were actually bought by end users. I mean, if you're looking in the, in the top 10 or so, um, you've got Judmon Farms bought four of them. You've got Moyglare bought them, Coolmore bought them and Shadwell as well. There'll be a, a couple of high priced pin hooks that see the stars out of Whaler that make 400,000 that's bought by Bally Hemmekin. So hopefully that'll be coming back to book one um next year but no overall in general it, it was felt that the that the, that the full cell was very strong that usually leads on to a very strong december mayor's sale people restocking and it's a very exciting sale it's very international we get a whole a whole heap of new people coming in from from all around the world from japan america australia all over 
Um, and it was great that uh, BBAR and Mr. Zhang and his team came over as well, and they were they were very active in our sales. We had we had our first ever um, sector sessions. It's a new concept that we've had, that we came up with um, in May this year, and it wasn't really changing a whole lot. It was just traditionally the Tuesday has been the strongest evening um, day of day of the mayor's sale, and what we were doing we were just highlighting the the products that we already had on offer. And just giving it a bit of a, a razzmatazz, so to speak, and we had a double page in the in the mayor's sector. But no, it, it was very good. It was a very good um, start, and we sold seventy-one horses over the two evenings for the sector sessions, and they were averaging just shy, um, just shy of six hundred and fifty thousand guineas, which was fantastic. Um, and I think that the total in sales for seventy-one sold was just shy of forty-six million. Um, which was amazing, really, given that the turnover for the whole December mayor's sale section was 80 million. So it was huge. Um, it was a great buzz for us, for all of us auctioneers to be involved in it. And I was very fortunate that I had the, the honour of selling Alcohol Free, who made 5.4 million guineas, bought by Mr. Zhang with uh, Coolmore as the underbidder. She's obviously, she's obviously, you know, probably the most desirable filly to be sold in the world of public auction this year. She was an incredible filly, really, a four-time Group 1 winner, versatile on any ground. She did it from six furlongs to eight furlongs. I suppose the holy grail of her racing career was, was beating the boys so impressively in the July Cup. So, I mean, she's she's going to race on next year in Australia for Mr. Zhang. And hopefully, as he said, she'll come back and go to Frankel at some stage. So she's a very exciting prospect. So, no, all in all, we were, we were very happy and we've got things to build on for next year and you know we, we've um we'll, we'll take on board what people said and there are there are a lot of success was had with the first the first sector sessions and we'll build on that for next year so no, all in all very happy a big thank you to our guests there ollie falston for talking to us about those phenomenal december sales next up is first year trainee megan o'leary So Megan, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you getting on and what have you been up to? Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, the UK phase has been great so far. We've been getting into different trainers' yards, getting to see their facilities and how they work those facilities, and obviously working the Tattersalls December sales. So that was a great experience, especially being there for when Alcohol Free made 5.4 million guineas. That was an amazing atmosphere. So Megan, can you please tell us a little bit about your background before the course and what made you apply for the Godolphin Flying Start? Yeah, so I grew up on a commercial stud farm in the Midlands of Ireland. So grew up being surrounded by yearlings and breeze ups and went off to college. I studied commerce in the University College of Dublin and on my summers there, I spent one summer over in Kentucky with Peter Callahan in Woods Edge Farm. And then other summers during COVID was spent at home doing yearling preparation at home. And then after, once I'd finished college, I headed down to the hill uh, to Joseph O'Brien and I spent nine months there working as a marketing assistant, kind of overseeing footage being sent to owners and spending a lot of time out in the gallops videoing all the workers. So I decided to apply for the Flying Start because it is an amazing opportunity within our industry to travel and meet and network people within our industry while also gaining invaluable hands-on experience and also spending a lot of time doing academic work like as we've done so far doing some of the veterinary modules in UCD. And I'm also looking forward to experiencing more of the international therapy industry as I've spent time in America, but I've not yet been to Australia. So I'm really looking forward to our stint in Australia. 
That sounds great, Megan. So continuing that theme, how did you find the whole application process and what piece of advice would you give prospective applicants? Yeah, so I found the overall application process quite straightforward. It's very clear what is needed um, in terms of paperwork and documentation, but then also the whole process is very straightforward and it's definitely not something to worry about. And so the piece of advice I would give is throw your hat in the ring because you really don't know what's going to happen. It's an amazing opportunity, so I definitely would encourage anyone think, even thinking of applying to definitely apply. And we are all more than happy to help with any questions anyone might have. And you can find all our emails on the Godolphin Flying Start website. And also don't be afraid to reach out to the Godolphin Flying Start management team, such as Martin, Martina and Cloda. Everyone is more than happy to help with any queries any prospective applicants may have. So finally, Megan, looking forward, what are you most looking forward to when you take up your team leader role in Kentucky? Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to taking up the team leader role alongside Alex. Um, I've spent some time in Kentucky, so I'm really looking forward to getting back out there. But I suppose the element I'm really looking forward to the most would be getting some more hands-on experience with the folding rotations that we'll be doing out there. So Megan, now time for some quick-fire questions. What is your hobby? So my main hobby growing up would have been, I do quite a lot of eventing, so I still like to follow the eventing world quite closely now that I have younger brothers doing quite a lot of it. So it's nice to keep tabs of what is actually still going on in the circuit. Can you perform a magic trick? Absolutely not. Favourite holiday destination? Ooh, it would have to be the Greek islands, with my favourite one being Santorini. Well, thanks for that, Megan. Uh, thanks for joining us and enjoy the rest of your time in the UK. Thanks for having me on and happy Christmas. So next up is Joe Bradley, who's a 2019 to 2021 uh, Godolphin Flying Start graduate, who is now head of bloodstock operations at the National Stud. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Joe. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, you must be really busy with gearing up for the season in a matter of weeks from now. How are things on the stud and how is Stradivarius? Yeah, things are great on the stud. Um, the December time is the most busiest and probably most important time for any stud farm in the UK or Ireland. Um, and then once that's finished, you sort of have a sort of slight layup for a couple of days and then it's into planning for the breeding season of 2023. So um, after we have the open house, we are then following up with um, all the leads on the stallions, booking nominations, planning the um, mares that are going to be falling early in January. Um, so it's just a really busy time, but it's great. Well, with this podcast airing during application time, Joe, please could you share with our listeners your background before applying for the Flying Start? So I went to university in Belfast. Um, I studied PR and marketing. Um, wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do after, um, so I travelled to New Zealand where I ended up on a stud farm, Wentwood Grange, uh, and that provided the foundation of everything I've done since. I've always had a, a really big interest in racing um, and was lucky enough to then build it into a career. Um, I've worked at Chivley Park Stud, um, La Motterai consignment in France, um, and then went on to do the flying start. And Joe, was there anything that really stood out for you whilst being on the Godolphin flying start? I think what really stands out is the availability and the access you have to the best minds in the bloodstock industry. 
um, you can travel to Australia, America, Dubai, all these places and everywhere you go you have the opportunity to meet uh, and to discuss the industry with these people and that's something that um, is amazing to have and it can really you can really build a career off the back of that so um, that's definitely something that stands out. Many thanks to Joe Bradley there for taking the time to talk to us here on the podcast. Our final guest today is Irish coordinator Martina Dempsey. Thanks Martina for joining us. Uh, could you please tell us a bit about yourself and your current role at the minute with the Godolphin Flying Star? Hi Jamie, thanks for ta- having me on here. Um, so my role in the Godolphin Flying Start is I'm Ireland coordinator. So when trainees like yourselves are here in Ireland, I'm very busy getting things organised. Um, but currently, uh, first years are in UK and second years are in Australia. So what I'm up to at the minute is I'm busy getting advertising and uh, adverts out for or twenty tree intake um so applications are now open they open the 1st of december and they will close the 6th of february as part of that getting or advertising out i'm also answering questions for prospective applicants so i get people contacting me that maybe ask me some questions about the application process or maybe you know look for some advice or whatever it might be so i do that through emails and i also do it through zoom calls so that kind of takes up a bit of my time as well that's fantastic. Thanks, Martin. So um, on that, on the note of applications, why should anybody, you think, look to apply for the Flying Start who might be interested? Well, I think it's a really great um, opportunity to expand your network. And that's probably one of the, the core things about Flying Start is about that network that's there. So when trainees are on this program, it's a two-year program, they get to spend time in Ireland, the UK, the US, Australia, Dubai and Ireland. And again, sorry, they come back to Ireland a second time um, to finish up. Um, and during that time, they get to do three externships. So they do an externship in uh, the US, in Australia and then a European one in their second phase in Ireland. So they get a chance to um, get experience in different areas of the industry in different countries. They also get to complete multiple university modules in the different countries, and all of these are accredited by UCD. They get exposure to all parts of the industry um, and in all countries as well. So this includes attending sales, attending racing, um, going out on visits to stable yards, to training yards, to stud farms, um, race course visits and um, talks on race course management, and lots, lots more. That's just a little taster. They also get to do a lot of practical uh, learning as well, um, practical horsemanships, and they get to build on their skills. And they also become part of the Godolphin Flying Start alumni, um, which I think is probably one of the best parts of the programme. The programme has been running for 20 years now, and we have over 200 alumni. The jobs that they get after after Godolphin Flying Start, our alumni are in various roles all across industry from bloodstock to trainers to stud management um, admin roles consignment and many many more media and um, I could go on so part of the when they finish in Flying Start is being part of this network and I know you guys just probably know from yourselves access to all those people in all those different parts of the industry is great because um, it just means if you need to ask someone advice or need maybe 
you know, to ask a favor, there's always somebody in a country doing the thing you want to ask about. So it's just that network of people is really, really great. Super, Martina. Myself and Annie can um, can vouch that the experience and the, the people we've seen so far on the course have definitely been a helping hand. Um, so on a finishing note, have you got any advice for anyone wishing to apply, Martina, either now or in the future? Yeah, well, I'd say anyone that's looking to apply now, go on, start now, start early. Don't leave it on till the last minute. You can go on to the Slide Room um, portal now, just through our website, through the Godolphin Flying Start website. Get onto the portal, have a look, see what you need to have. Um, it's all pretty easy step-by-step process. And, you know, start getting your bits together, your CV, your cover letter, etc., and and get your stuff in. Don't leave it all till the last minute and do it in a rush. Put down all your experience as well. You know, think about what you've done. I think sometimes people forget that maybe they've done something a few years back or it might have only been a two week period or a short time. But, you know, if they've spent some time away or, you know, experience in different areas of the industry, make sure to get it down. Or maybe they're involved in some kind of volunteer work or team sports or something like that. That all plays comes into play for, you know, what kind of character you are, what kind of person you are. So, Put down stuff like that. And then for people that are maybe interested in applying in the future, just try and get as much experience as you can in different areas of the industry. I mean, it's not only good for if you're looking to apply for Flying Start, but also just for yourself, if you're interested in working in the industry, if you get experience in different areas of it, it helps you figure out which bit you like the best. And also, if anybody has any questions, just to reach out to myself or maybe reach out to some of you guys, I'm happy to answer questions and I know you guys are too. And, you know, don't be afraid to just ask for a bit of advice on maybe whatever they're not sure about. We're always happy to answer questions. And uh, Thank you very much, Martine, for your for your insight there. Um, yeah, I'm sure hopefully we get many more applicants this year and, and you've got lots of people knocking on the door. Hopefully so. I'm sure we will. And with that concludes the final Leading to Success podcast of 2022. We have been your hosts, Annie O'Rourke and Jamie Smith, who will pass on to our colleagues Megan O'Leary and Alex Sawsville from Kentucky in January. For all news or questions on anything Flying Start, please do not hesitate to contact trainees or management using the details on the Godolphin Flying Start website or follow us on Twitter at Flying Start News. We hope you've enjoyed our podcast from here in Newmarket. Thank you for listening and from all of us, we wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.